It's Wednesday night. Good evening, everybody. It's time for football. Bloody hell. Well, all being well, we've got our Greek correspondent this week. We hope we've managed to contact him over there in Greece. And that, of course, is Mr. Steve Rutter. Ricky Hoyt joins us, of course, as usual. And you got me as well. And of course, me and Ricky are going to be very nervous with the upcoming game. So, as Max Bygrave used to say, Make yourself comfortable. I'm going to tell you a story. Well, good evening everybody welcome to football bloody hell and once again i've been having zoom problems but i've had a very fruitful afternoon because i've planted all my spuds so you know life goes on at last and my guests today are ricky hyatt hello you all right yeah spud happy spuds Excellent. are happy and we've also got our good friend from the Overtown Football Club, Josh Staunton. Hi, Josh. Uh, Andy, you right, mate? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I told you, I've got my spuds in. Makes a big <laughs> difference. Get the spuds in, mate. And they always say, get your spuds in by FA Cup semi-final day. Well, that was Saturday, so I'm only like a couple of days behind. Oh, Who right. says that? Well, Monty Don. planters. Monty Don. <laughs> You know, they're, they're, okay. there are these people that just know these sort of things, these irrelevant facts that uh, come our way. Right. Um, football, bloody hell indeed. It was quite a busy weekend. Um, but um, seeing as Yeovil had two games, I thought we could perhaps start with Josh, because although Josh wasn't playing because of his his injury, um, how is that, by the way, Josh? Any, any progress? Um, yeah, I've got surgery on Tuesday. Oh, right. A week okay. to, yeah, a week today. A week today, sorry. So, um, yeah, yeah that would be good to get that done and hopefully yeah. be a race against time to get back for the end of the season. Yeah. And do you, um, uh, is it an overnight job or do you, are you just straight in and out or what? Uh, I'm straight in and out, but it'll be in, it's, the specialist is in, in Leicester, so. Oh, is it? Leicester? Of, um, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit of a. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be up there for a couple of days, but yeah. that'd be good to get it finally done. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. 
So, um, so you've been helping uh, Chaz out, as everybody yep. seems to call him now, Chaz. I don't know what <laughs> happened to Dave, but uh, we'll wait to see if he arrives. Um, so, um, well, first of all, what have you made of, of sort of being an assistant manager, I suppose, for the want of a better word? It's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? It's um, mm. been a funny couple of weeks, to be honest. Uh, I, I wouldn't say it's fun, because... I'd much rather be out there playing. Yeah. And it's not, we're trying to maintain as professional as we can, so it's not a case of being fun. Um, but I'm just, to be honest, I'm just trying to be whatever Chaz needs, needs to be for him to, to him, for him to have some help because he's, he's on his own out there and he's in as much as the, the deep end as we all are. Mm. And uh, I've just been trying to help him where possible and bounce things off, he can bounce things off me and just take a bit of the pressure off him, really. Now you've been doing uh, coaching badges and what have you, haven't you? I think you've started yeah, yeah. them, is that right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, how much of, of what you've done on the coaching badges has been relevant to what's been happening actually on the pitch? Um, I don't think anything coaching-wise really transfers onto the pitch, does it? It's more game game experience more than anything. But um, to be honest, it's not my. I'm not in the position where I can. I'm making decisions. I'm just trying to support Chaz and. And uh, let him make decisions, and at the end of the day, the boys are my teammates, and I'm I'm still a member of the squad, so I'm just more encouraging, being the the voice to yeah. encourage people, and, and letting Chaz do the management side of things. I think it's true that you know two people make it's the same with with radio or anything. You you do it on your own. It's quite a it's quite a daunting task, but if you've got somebody you can bounce off. And do it with it does certainly make it a lot easier so i can quite concur why it must be uh you know quite uh rewarding from that point of view that you've got somebody to help and Chas has got somebody to help so uh, yeah yeah you know that's that's the important thing so moving on to um aldershot which i did see um disappointing in so much as that we seem to have one hell of a lot of pressure and yet uh they sneak away with two goals yeah, um, it was poor, really, wasn't it? Um, we we had some good chances, especially early on. Yeah. Um, and looking at it in a different light now, as watching from the sides as a, as a helping Chaz out, you see things differently, and you think about things differently. And and it's but it's the old cliche, isn't it? Uh, goals change matches, and yeah. and we had two good job, good opportunities probably in the first twenty minutes, didn't take them, and they they sat off, let us have it. And we just couldn't punish. We couldn't break them down. I thought, I actually thought they'd done quite an effective job. But uh, on on Nolsey, who's been in good form, they doubled up on him every time they got it. He got it, and they kind of just froze us out. And then we conceded two poor goals, and there was no real coming back really. And um, I think Chaz made attacking substitutions, but it just wasn't wasn't to be. And it was one of them frustrating days. And, and ironic that, that they beat us 2 0, and then on box, uh, not Boxing Day, Easter, Easter Monday, they lost 2 0, I think, at home, didn't they? Uh, I think so, yeah, something. I think they did, yeah. Yeah. To be honest, them teams are always hard to play. At this time of the season, they are, them teams which are fighting for their life are, can be very, very hard to play against. And we've got another one next week in Stockport, but at the other end of the table. So. Mm. They, every game has its individual challenges, and and Aldershot are going to be a hard hard game for most people until the end of the season, unless unless you can 
you can hurt them in, in the sense that if you score an early goal, confidence will go and and you're you'll put them to the sword, I think, because they're ultimately they're in that position for a reason. Yeah. But if you give them something to hang on to, it's like any any team that's fighting relegation, that hope is the longer that hope lasts, you 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 know you've only got to have one sucker punch to um, to win the game. Do you find it harder to play at home than you do away? Um, me personally, I don't. But I, 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 I know from experience, other boys might find it harder and feel different pressures. But myself, I'm I'm not really too too worried about it. But hmm. I, I definitely I definitely understand that sometimes younger boys, younger players are or different characters are. Yeah. And I think that's very much uh, an individual on an individual basis. I don't think there's one one set thing for that. Rick, you were doing co-coms for us on Saturday. Um, what did you make yeah. of the game? Uh, pretty much as as Josh said, those couple chances early on, you've got to take those chances and get ahead when you get it. I mean, it's never been a truer truer representation. And in that in that game, I think I think if either of those had gone in, then uh, Oldershot would have struggled to break you boys down if you got something to hang on to. But as it was, it was just uh, it was we. It was just very frustrating to watch it. And I'm, I'm glad, in a way, because we had uh, Matt Worthington with us, and I, I'm glad he was suspended because he gave us something to talk about because there wasn't an awful lot of football yeah. going. I think, I think, Rick, I think Rick, Did you think that? Did you yeah, think they were... I th- yeah, I think you're right, Rick. Um, it's one of those games. If we'd have scored early, they had to come out yeah. and go for the game. Yeah, exactly. Because, But they they might, you will never know, they might have been happy with... They, they Well, on the position of the league, they would have been happy with the point, wouldn't they? So yeah. they came for a point, and it's very, very difficult, especially at this level, to break down teams when when there's ten, nine, ten men behind the ball, and as you say, they spoiled any sort of flow. Any time there was a counter attack, they they slowed it down, and it was it was a very, very frustrating afternoon. It it looked it. I mean, from from where we were, it was you had to take that. One question I was go- I was going to ask: What did Nolsey do to upset the uh, referee? Because I think he could still be playing now, and he wouldn't get a decision. Out yeah, of I mean, he had a couple of penalty shouts in the second half, and the second one looked more of a penalty to me. Yeah, but I don't yeah, think the referee yeah. wanted to give him anything. All he kept doing was telling them to get up all the time. Yeah, yeah, so they are some. They are funny people, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be curious if you want to go and be a referee. But uh, yeah. funny people, yeah, it's a good. Description. Well, I bet the skipper prefers playing away, doesn't he? What is that? Well, he gets free drinks, doesn't he, when he's playing down the <laughs> way? Oh yeah, Jesus! What happened there? I think he went down. He went down injured and came back on the pitch and then went down again. Yeah. And as he was walking off, as they like the physios took him around the side, some some fan just threw his drink over him. <laughs> bizarre, absolutely yeah. bizarre. It was a strange five minutes. That very very strange. Yeah, it's a funny old funny old game that one. Yeah, yeah. But um, so moving on to the Monday then, Josh, um, a, a better result in so much as we got a point, which was uh, better than no point, obviously. Um, but um, it sounded a slightly dour sort of game. Nil nils usually are, I suppose. Um, how did you see it? Um, I was, to be honest, I, it was a hard one. It, it was really disappointing in the sense that it was just a no. It was just a there was, it was just a nothing game in the end. It turned out they had, they started they actually started quite well and they had a a goal couple of goals disallowed which were offside so weren't like tight. But um, 
I just think we it was a very difficult pitch I'll say the pitch was dry and sticky and and I, I said to Nolsey early on it's not going to be one of them dribbling pitches and, and I think it kind of stuttered any sort of flow to the game there was no real crisp passing there was no good dribbles like you couldn't really get the ball out of your feet and, and run with it it made it a very bitty game mm. and um it was a very, it was quite a tame derby. I thought uh, not a great deal happened, and it's and when you look at games from, from that point of view, it, is, it was quite disappointing in the sense that nothing really happened. There was no goals to cheer. Uh, it was another draw down there, um, but there was periods of the game where we played quite well uh, in different in, diff- in, in in on a sticky pitch, and and we were unlucky in the end not to nick it at the end when uh, Addy went through and crossed it a little nick off away from Sunny, but it was just one of them days it's just been very huff and puff we're just very huff and puffy at the moment like nothing's really going how we envision it to go I think it's probably the best way to say Is it sort of you know, have you reached a point where you'll be glad to see the end of the season now or is that being slightly sort of too dramatic um, it's, it's a tricky time of the season I don't think anyone wants the season to end as such but it's never nice going into a game when when you're not playing for much, and that's only our that's for our own fault, isn't it? Due to mm. where we are in the league, but you want to be com- competing for a, for a top spot every game. Obviously, now we're playing for mm. as high up the league as we can, and 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 our pride. But it's not. I, don't, I definitely don't think anyone wants a season turn. I definitely don't. I'm, I'm, I'll be desperate to get back for the end of the season, mm. and um, it's just uh, it's just one of them where the whole atmosphere changes when there's nothing to play. And even if you go out there with the best intentions of foot, as, a, as a player and a person to there's, to pump your, get your adrenaline pumping, there's that feel around the ground where you hear a lot... It's a very hard one. You hear a lot more talking from fans. Just, it's a lot more... No one's, no one's is driven. Everyone wants mm. to win, but... Yeah. There's no jeopardy to it, is it? If you yeah, lose, yeah. it's not going to affect you one way yeah. or another. And, nice and, to win, but... Yeah, and obviously everyone would much rather be in a playoff position or, or fighting for a league title. But there's a reason teams who, when they when they're fighting off relegation, get bigger crowds than teams who are sitting in the table, and that's because yeah. there's that excitement factor of watching a team. You know they're playing for something, and uh, it's hard. It's hard to keep everyone interested, especially when you have a nil-nil because it looks straight away it looks like oh everyone doesn't want to play when. Mm. I can be further from the truth, really. Yeah. Well, without sort of wanting to break the official secrets act, um, can you you mention anything about contracts? Anything happened? Oh, I have absolutely nothing, nothing to say on that matter, mate. Really? Mm, that's disappointing, isn't it? <laughs> there we go. I guess we've got to put up with it because we don't, we can't control it, do we? Neither you nor I. I my apologies, mate. No, no. <laughs> you, guys, you can't help it. It's just one of those things. So, Don't believe what he tells you, man, Josh, because he's, he's sat there and he told you that he, he watched the game on Saturday. Well, I In tried fairness, to. Yeah. He watched all by the last 10 minutes. Where were you for the last 10 minutes, Hopper? I was beating the cars out of the place and getting the farm as far as I could get my dinner. Yeah, he, he, he abandoned you, like, go and get some fish and chips instead. Yeah. I had to, mate. I was oh, another thing about that. You know that their lad got sent off? Did the ref actually show a red card? Because he showed him well, two yellows. Do you know what, right? I was, Rick, I was stood on the side of the pitch and yeah. he booked him. And I said to the fourth, 
he's already been booked. He's already been booked, yeah. And he was going, no, he hasn't, no, he hasn't. I was like, he's been booked, mate. There's no two ways about it. He, he got booked when they scored, didn't he? Yeah. And, he was a um, sub, wasn't he? He only, he only came on yeah. late. Yeah, and, um, and, and the fourth was going, no, he didn't, no, he didn't. The ref never showed a red card. I didn't even see the boy go down the tunnel. It wasn't until we got back. I got back in the on the uh, the day after. I was yeah. looking on the the on like a app, like a, the Flash Scores app, whatever it's called. Yeah, it's a red card. I thought, I but like, there was no. I, I promise you, there was no red card actually shown. No, right? no, no, there definitely, there definitely wasn't a red card shown. Never, yeah. never got the red out at all. I don't, the even think the, I don't think the ref realised. No, I think it was the, didn't realise he sent it off. I think the player walked down because it was right at the end, wasn't it? It yeah. was like literally last minute. So yeah, yeah, it was bizarre, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it really was weird. Cause I said, surely that's two yellows, but there's no red card, and and he yeah. left. So there you go. Perhaps Officiating he... at non-league level. Can't <laughs> beat it. Perhaps he lost it, dropped out of his pocket. That was his excuse. Um, moving on from Yeovilland to um, the FA Cup semi-finals over the weekend. Um, starting first with the one that Rick and I both sort of had to vomit over most of the time because they're the two worst teams that we could have asked for to be in it really didn't want either of them to win but uh, there we go as it turned out Liverpool won um, what did you think of the game Rick? I don't know I haven't seen it I didn't watch it uh, well, that's a lot of help then isn't it? yeah sorry <laughs> sorry viewers didn't see it did you see it uh, Josh? I definitely didn't see it no mate I was yeah. tied up in my managerial job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course you were. Yeah, because <laughs> doing all that admin. Yeah, yeah, I was doing all the. I was watching, getting ready for, for Stockport next week. No, I <laughs> doing his homework <laughs> like a good assistant manager. Well, at the end of the day, Liverpool did win it, and I suppose we've got to uh, accept the fact. City out of the cup now, which uh, means they can't get a treble at least. So that's uh, that's one good thing. Um, what about the other one, Chelsea Palace? Did you see that? Saw more of that. Yeah, I didn't see a single kick of that one. Actually, I did see a couple of kicks, but not nothing. Nothing to talk about. <laughs> nothing you could base a report on. <laughs> yeah. So what did you yeah, think? No really? I, mean, I thought Palace were doing quite well in the first half, and it was you know they they were unfortunate. I thought a little bit. I thought Palace were a bit disappointed in the way they because they pulled out some excellent results this season. I mean, they they beat City at City in the league, and yeah. they they beat Arsenal just the other week, but. Whether or not it was they were missing Conor Gallagher more than people like to think, possibly I don't know, but mm. they never really seemed looked like they were going to win it. To me, well, I, don't know. I thought in the first half they looked as though they had a bit of yeah. something about them. But uh, you know, I mean, once Chelsea scored, though, you could see heads go down. Then, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. That was... and, and that whole thing about it is, is as I just just said, the one, the main talking point about the whole thing is obviously Conor Gallagher. Yeah, the fact that he couldn't play in it, which is a real. A real shame, but then again, I mean, everybody knows the, the rules for loan players, what have you. So, I suppose can't complain. Yeah, and what are the it, chances I mean. of them getting drawn against them in the cup is pretty, mm. is pretty slim, but still, I'm yeah, su- I'm sure he'll get over it. Oh, I'm sure he will. You know, who, who knows? He might even end up there next season. I don't know whether whether Chelsea are likely to give him a chance if he stay, you know, when he goes back there or not. I don't know. Depends who leaves there, really, isn't it? I mean, they've got a ready-made, decent Premier League quality standard signing there. Do they just need to give him the opportunity? Yeah. But if yeah. not, no doubt he'd be off on on loan again, probably back to Palace again. Yeah, yeah. But one game I know you did watch, uh, Rick, was uh, well, at least you watched the highlights, I presume, on much of the day, did you? Or? 
What's that? United and Norwich. Where, when United magnificently overpowered one of the worst teams has ever been in the Premier League history. Yeah, they were fantastic. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. Overwhelming well, again. Having got my new fire stick, I was able to watch it actually live. Um, dear, oh dear, I mean, talk about shooting Don't yourself. incriminate yourself, mate, do you? I was going to say, no, you do realise really. that other people can hear this, Adrian. I know, but no, you can buy them in Amazon. There's nothing illegal yeah, about yeah, them. Yeah, you're not a chip... Not a chipped one. No. <laughs> Not one that has every Premier League game on it. Well, I'd like to disassociate myself with the, the comments. Yeah. Of the, uh, it has presenter. got every Premier League game on, I think. So <laughs> I don't mind. But no, I mean, you can get them on Amazon, I'm telling you. And um, But I mean, how can you go 2 0 up and looking comfortable? And then, as Rick said, you know, the worst team of the league, bottom of the league, and they somehow get back to 2 2. And you're thinking, what is going on here? Pogba was an absolute disgrace, I thought. Um, but he's fasting. He, of course he is, yeah, he's hungry. Well, somebody could have got him some fish and chips, couldn't they, or something? I mean, what's the matter with him? Do you understand how Ramadan works, Adrian? Sorry? I understand what? Do you understand how, do you understand how Ramadan works? He couldn't. No, I know that. I know. I, I was being sarcastic. He could have left 10 minutes early and gone and got some chips. Well, exactly. That, yeah, that's I, the done thing these days. Yeah, yeah. But he he was dire, really. And equally, Ronaldo was uh, was the business. And I think, uh, not that I'm sure he's listening to our little podcast, but Cristiano, we all send you our deepest sympathy with regard to the news of your, your poor little son. It must have been a terrible situation for you and we hope you get over it in time. But... I guess it's not something you're going to get over in time anyway. But, of course, today, um, as we're recording this on Tuesday, um, we've got a, a certain game against Liverpool, haven't we, Rick? Yep. Uh, are you going into it full of trepidation or not? I've got a cricket club committee meeting, so I'll miss the first half. So it probably, I'll probably pick it up when it's about 3 or 4 nil to the bin dippers, which yeah. would be nice. Mm. I don't know, I just... I mean, I'm always an optimist. Me, I can't. It's just the way I am. I'm always thinking, just something might happen, and we might just upset the apple cart a little bit. Yeah, but that, that's a nice thought, and I'd love nothing more than this quadruple that uh, isn't going to happen, but we could get reminded of every two minutes. If it was United that played a part in stopping that happening, I would be delighted. But with this current shower, I don't think I don't think it, I don't think they're bothered. No, I don't. I really don't think they're bothered. Do you know what? I saw, I saw an interesting quote. How true this is, I do not know. Because it was from Pogba. And it did. Uh, my man, my best mate's a massive man. As a man, man United season, season ticket holder. Yeah. And uh-huh. he said, one, one week they hate me, the next they love me. Both weeks I'm getting paid. <laughs> That'll endear him to the people that don't like him, won't it? Yeah. And I thought that is just, you, you're basically putting the nails in your own coffin there, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what will happen? is the financial muscle behind United, who are so bright and so switched on at the very last minute, will offer him an improved contract and have signed another three years. I wouldn't be surprised if they've already done that, Rick. Yeah, it's it's the worst-run football club in the world. No wonder they took football club off the badge as soon as they moved in. Yeah, that's true. It's not a football club anymore. Mm. (laughs) That's true. That's a good point, Rick. 
good point because it was always football club on the bottom half. Well, it's it? another it's another one of the things that the Glazers, along with this greater interaction with the uh, supporters, because don't forget this is when this goes out, it's, it's twelve months since the Super League finalized us. Is, it, so, is that twelve? Months? Yeah, yeah, oh, dear, twelve dear. months ago. Yeah, and the Glazers made all sorts of promises then, and surprise, surprise, nothing's come to fruition. So, uh, yeah. do you think though, if this fifty-eight uh, was it the 1958 they called themselves? Yeah. Do you right, think well. that if they really keep going and keep it legal, keep it, you know, not unruly mob wrecking the place type of situation, that the the, the pressure could build on them? So that they... No, they don't care. The only thing that's going to affect the Glazers is lack of revenue. If you can get uh, sponsors pulling out because there's pressure put on them one way or another. That's the only only thing they're interested in. They're running the club into the ground. They don't care. As long as, they, as, long as they get their dividend, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And it's such a big such a big commercial product product. It's never yeah. that's never really going to be the case, is it? No. And that's the thing people say about oh we'll boycott the game. Well if you boycott the game and you're a regular you've got more chance of getting a ticket to see United if you're not a season ticket holder if you live in Sweden than you do if you live in Salford. Because they don't want local people there. They want day trippers to come in and spend their money in the shops. And there's a demand for tickets. It's a sad, sad tale, though, isn't it, really? That mm. noise you can, you can hear in the background, that's Paul Thorpe laughing his socks off. <laughs> On a golf course somewhere, probably. No, he's gone to Weymouth, apparently. Has he? Yeah, I, I he said what so you should have gone so yesterday as well and stayed down there. But anyway. Can't uh, stay away from the place. No. Um, but moving on to United as far as uh, the fourth place, you know, Arsenal lost, Spurs lost. Now, I must admit, I didn't expect Spurs to lose at home to Brighton. That was a surprise. And, you know, it's almost as though nobody wants to win this fourth place. They sort of get oh. there and then they, they give it away sort of thing. Or oh, no one's good enough to win it. That's probably the... Yeah, that's the thing. That's like the elephant in the room that people don't want to mention. Yeah, it's it's the fact the... That there isn't really a team that you want to send into Europe as a representative in the Champions League. Mm. Yeah, the you're, you're exactly right. There isn't a team good enough no. to, to go and do well in Europe. You're, they'll all get beat. None of them will get past knockout round. That's why it's pointless. I mean, as much as obviously you want your own club to do well, and I'd love it if United were in the Champions League, but what's the point? Yeah. What is the point? Well, I, I tell you what, I don't subscribe to the theory that it's going to take five years of transfer windows to get the team back up to where they need to be. Now, maybe I'm again being an internal optimist, but I don't. I think. I think couple of years at the, at the most ought to be enough if they do it right and if Ten Hag is, is as good as he's made out to be Rob, Rob see... made a good point this week in the case that it's it's not so much who you get in because you're not who you get out it's yeah. who you get through out the door that's yeah. as important in so many ways yeah that's why it would take so long they got players on four-year contracts I know you well, you... we've, discu we've discussed this yeah. before mm. the stupid people at the top of United Edward Wood for example would rather give Jesse Lingard a contract extension and improve to protect his transfer value. Well, if no one wants to buy him, you're not protecting anything and you're just lumbering yourself with a load of debt for a player you don't want. It's stupid. Well, goal tonight would improve his transfer value, that's for sure. Well, he'll be gone. Do you see United's uh, midfield on, on Saturday? Played with a midfield three. Pogba, not going to be there next season. 
Lingard, not going to be there next season. Matic. I can't remember who else was in the midfield. It was somebody else who was going to Matic. Gonna leave. Well, Matic came on, didn't he? Or did Matic start? Matic start. He's, he's already said he's going to be going. So mm. where, what's the thinking behind that? Well, I think, I think the thinking is, is, again, when you look at Juan Mata. Now, I've always liked Matt, Juan Mata. I think I've said this once before on the show. Oh. And, and suddenly, Juan Mata's brought onto a game, and you think, oh, you know, good move. He's played more in the last fortnight than he has the yeah. last two seasons. And he, he, he played against Norwich, so that was the second game he'd come on and played. And I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see him come on again on, on this evening. So, yeah. you know, what's, what's all that about? I mean, I just think, I think that... Um, What's his name, Ralphie? I just think he's he's just grabbing at any sort of any sort of straw he can find, and oh, let's try this one. Then this might work. You never know. You know, it seems, exactly. seems desperate. Well, yeah, because the the same players who who are on the long contracts are, are trial and failing. So you might you he's what is it's a message to the board saying the ones you've got aren't good enough. Yeah, matters still getting in the team. Yeah. I'm having to play people who have got no future because the ones who have got future aren't good enough. Yeah. Yeah, I can't argue with that, but it's it's it's, it's a bizarre way of going about it. That's for sure. But, well, but, if it, but he can't he can't really win, can he? To be fair to him, because if he puts the same team out week in week out, the same players, they'll get the same performance. So he's shuffling around to try and get a reaction out of someone. Yeah, and the whole club is just rotten, really, isn't it, at the moment? From top to yeah, that's the big one. Change. No. It's, it's a depressing sort of situation to be in, I'm afraid. But um, well. yeah, apart from everyone else who's in, everyone who's not a United supporter is, is enjoying it. It's a penance for being yeah. so dominant in the '90s and early early 2000s. Yeah, because there's no club, no club in the world that would survive with those people owning it. No club. No. I wonder what Fergie thinks. I'd love to know what Fergie really thinks. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think we ever will because he he, he can't lose face because he's he's actually supported them at the start, didn't he? Mm. So whatever he says now would be considered quite revisionist to look back at it now and say, oh, by the way, I always thought they were rubbish. Well, he was the most powerful man in the club. He should have said something about them. You're right. No, exactly. He's, he's in a nowhere. Move it on, Adrian. Let's talk about somebody else. All right. Who won? What about Manchester City buying Haaland? Now? Oh, God, not them. <laughs> somebody else. <laughs> somebody that won't make me cry. Oh, wow. Well, there you go. I suppose it's true, do you think? And, well, I mean, well, why has Pep come up and said, I'm not talking about it. I'm not talking about any red transfers, nothing. Boom, not doing it. Is that just, is this, is this just a sort of typical soccer sort of. Um, you know, oh yeah, but you don't know. One game at a time, mate. One game at a time in all this. You know, is that part of that sort of syndrome? Do you think? Um, I think yeah, I doubt he's going to go around shouting it from the uh, rooftops. But they probably have done it, and they probably will do it. They're the most attractive club to sign for, aren't they? However much it pains you to say it, mm. them or Liverpool were the ones to go for. Well, I would have thought he might have wanted to go for Real Madrid, but uh, clearly that's not going to be the case, or it doesn't look like it anyway. Well, he's got to be clever. He's got to pick a team which I've got a striker. Really, all the time Benzema's there. Mm. Is he going to be main man? But I, is he going to do it for City though? That is the point. You know, is is he that good? I mean, we'll he's, find out, won't we? We will. We will. I mean, we're all sort of it's thinking. Impossible, it's impossible to say, really. Mm. 
But it's like Pep said himself, every time City don't score or don't score three or four, they say that you need a centre forward. And then as soon as they do win convincingly, their little midfielders playing false nines or whatever is 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 the way forward. So I don't know, it'd be, in, it'd be interesting to see how he fits in with that particular style of play because Pep's never really used an out-and-out number nine in his team yeah, and, and he I suppose he is an out and out number nine isn't he yeah that's his proper old fashioned goal yeah. scoring area number nine and that's his job mm. so it'd be interesting to see how they adapt to that yeah if he comes well he's more likely to, I always thought he was more like as soon as Ollie left United that was United's chance gone yeah and he's got family links remember his, his old man played for yeah. Played for City, he was born in Leeds, so it wouldn't surprise me if he's had Man City shoved down his throat from the day he was born. So it would at least surprise him of all the places to go to. And yeah. of course, Roy Keane did uh, leave a visiting card on his leg, didn't he? I was his there, that day. I was in a Stratford Inn end that day, and it got the loudest cheer of anything that happened that day. Really? Oh, yeah, everybody knew what was going on. But Harlan brought he brought it on himself. Yeah, he done him. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know when Kino originally did his cruise shit and he just stood over him shouting at him. So you're gonna mess with Roy Keane sooner or later. Yeah. He remembers. Yeah. And, and again, it's it's like it's one of those myths that's grown up around it. Roy Keane yeah, did. did not end his career. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say that. Yeah, he didn't actually retire him, did he? No, because he, he retired because of an injury to his other knee. Yeah. Kino, Kino might have oiled the uh, wheels. But then David Ellery, who loved nothing more in a football match than sending Roy Keane off, took him about two microseconds and he was there waving his little red card about. Yeah. Remember that, David Ellery? Do you remember that Arsenal semi-final? And Gig scored that fantastic goal. What happened in that game, Adrian? What did he do to Roy Keane in that game? He sent him off. Exactly. Yeah, David Ellery, that's all he wanted to do was send Roy Keane off. That was like he made a career out of it. Yeah. No, you're right. But we'll move on. Um, what have I got next? On See if we can steer the next subject back round to United again. Well, got, <laughs> it, it's got an edge to it because Arsenal, I've touched on it before, <coughs> Arsenal and Spurs both lost. I mean, what do we make of them two? Um, I haven't really seen much from them, to be honest. I think Arsenal sometimes play some nice football, but they're still Arsenal, aren't they? Um, I think Tottenham Spurs, are very hit. Spurs are very Spursy. Yeah. Are you impressed with uh, how Conte's doing as their manager? Um, Go on, Josh. I think he. he yeah, as I think an he's assistant manager yourself, I think, how, he's how, how, how you rate I think he's coming in and, and done all right, actually, to be fair, because I think he's, he addressed the fact early on that they needed to clear out, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. And that is the hardest thing to still get the players playing for him when you've gone in and said it, the players are rotten, really. It's. um. I suppose it's it's it's, it's good management, and yeah. he, but he's probably addressed it with with the hierarchy now. And they know that there needs to be people moved on in order for him to stay. So he's gone in and done what he needs to do to keep his job by yeah. basically blaming the players. So he's gone in and he's been Antonio Conte, hasn't he? I mean, it's, there's nothing surprising about what he's done. Yeah. And it's exactly what it's textbook, isn't it? It's exactly what you'd expect yeah. him to do. Do you think he'll stay there for longer than the season? Oh, I don't know. Depends if he gets his um his wishes with players. I think that's yeah. I think that'd be a massive decider, wouldn't it? The next twelve months will be crucial to that. I think. Yeah. 
Well, I'll tell you what the next ten year, uh, two, two, two years will be crucial to is, is Burnley at the moment now. Who would have thought they would have sacked Sean Dyche like that? Unbelievable decision, I think that is. Something's happened there to, for that, the timing of that sacking. You sacked someone on, was it on the Friday? You yeah. got a game on a Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. happen like that, would you? You'd normally, it's the aftermath of the weekend. We've had a bad result. Something's happened or whatever. Bye-bye. We've got time to set the team up. But to do it on the eve of, or the day before that, of a Premier League game, he's upset someone. Yeah, it's yeah. a good point. I didn't even think about that. It just comes straight out of the blue, didn't it? So yeah. It wasn't, yeah. Like, it wasn't even like there was any warnings on, usually like there's rumours on Twitter and stuff, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. But it's not like it was even like a reaction to a result or anything like that because yeah. there was enough time since that. In fact, didn't they? They win. Come after the Everton win. That uh, makes it even more bizarre. Yeah, I think it did, didn't they? Because they did. Didn't they have a, a week off or something for some reason? I can't yeah. remember now. I think they did. I think they might well have done, but uh, but no, because he's he's quite a pragmatist, old Sean Dyson. I used to like listening to him. He he talked a lot of sense. I thought generally as a manager, you know, and and okay, he's not done much in terms of success. Although you could argue that keeping Burnley up on the sort of budget, it's success in itself, isn't it? Yeah, precisely. So you know, um, I've got a bit of time for him. You know, make a good United manager. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I mean, you laugh, but look, I mean, you know, Ragnick, I, I just don't rate him. I know I've said it before, but I don't rate him. But, um, you know, at least he, he tells you tells it like it is to uh, Sean Dosh, I think. You know? Yeah, no, I agree, yeah. Yeah. But he's definitely not the man for United. Jesus. Some statement. No. He was out on the lash on Saturday, wasn't he? Yeah. Was he? Well, he's... Yeah, pictures all over Twitter. He's, he's went to see some uh, Manchester fan tribute act or something in Nottingham. Uh, he was uh, having a few shandies. Uh, fair enough. Uh. Fair enough, I suppose. Like yeah, right you uh, do when you're sat by Burnley. So, yeah. Who, yeah. who do you think? But that's going to be a, that's going to be an odd one for them to. to it's going to be a hard one to. He'd been there for a long time, hadn't he? Yeah, it was very much his club. Ten years, I think. I read somewhere. Yeah, yeah that's going to be that's going to be a long time to. Um, yeah. To, even to get rid of the habits around the place, like yeah, yeah. Well, there's the pub, isn't it? Well, the pub that's got his head on the um, sign just down the road from the the ground, and they're gonna they're gonna keep that apparently. <laughs> so whoever does get the job's gonna have Sean Dyche leering at them from a pub outside the ground every week. Yeah, it's gonna be a strange culture shock. It's gonna be a massive culture shock for him, isn't it? What, what he's got those players in. Admittedly, most of them are in their thirties now. And you can't teach an old dog new tricks, but it's going to be strange if somebody comes in and tries to play total football at Burnley when they've had. Yeah, it's going to be so weird, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be odd. So, who do you think is going to be the new manager there? Do you think they'll? I mean, they're not going to give it to this bloke Jackson, are they? Surely not. Unless they don't know. But I mean, have you heard all this talk? They're, they're on about the fact that um, they've borrowed against the Premier League. Ticketing money and this sort of thing, and well, it's another leverage takeover, isn't it? It's the same yeah. as the Glazers' tactics for taking over United. And if they, if they, um, you know, if they um, get relegated, which which seems like it could happen, um, where are they going to get their money from? They're going to be in big trouble, aren't they? Financially, yeah, yeah. and you know, yeah, they wonder, will be. 
if the American owners get in it, it's, it's, it's always these Americans that do it. But I don't know. It's, uh, you wonder how it's going to be all resolved because it certainly doesn't sound too special at the moment. But it's, it's, it's either going to be a really, really appealing job for someone in the sense that it's going to be like a clean slate because you're going to have to change it dramatically or somebody's going to go in and say, how the heck can I change this when they've been doing with a modicum of success? Know, staying in the Premier League season after season for so long, how do, how yeah. do you change that? Yeah, it's going to be very strange. Yeah. We'll have to see. see <coughs> I, I, I presume if they, they're getting relegated, so they might change and, and bring in a different style of football and try and implement that in the Championship and then move up with it. You never know. Yeah. Well, they're getting... It was it like he was firefighting all the time, wasn't it? It was just, just in, apart from that one season when they qualified for Europe. Yeah. From that, it was and, always... And like, them type of play them type of players are, are, are becoming few and far between them tall yeah. giant like his type of players get so maybe that's what they maybe they want to go a different direction and, and they see the relegation as a chance to do that who knows but then they obviously haven't got a long a long term plan as it were because they'd have a successor lined up yeah oh yeah yeah true yeah yeah. it, it just happened and, and they've got caretaker in at the moment or interim yeah. manager or whatever yeah the 23's yeah, manager I think <coughs> yeah but I thought it. Um, I, I see that uh, Wayne Rooney's main name has been mentioned, and so has Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Yeah, I certainly wouldn't have thought it was a, a job for Oli Gunnar Solskjaer myself, because uh, certainly financial constraints are going to be one of his major problems there, um, and especially if they do go down. And we've already mentioned the fact that next season, well, I know they'll have the parachute payment, which I suppose will help them a bit, but they won't have the Premier League money, which is going to be a hell of a lot more, isn't it? For sure. They need to make sure that they bounce straight back as well. They've got to make the right appointment, really. Yeah, they should. Yeah, but but then immediately, as soon as these sort of situations develop, don't they? Sam Allardyce. Everybody comes. <laughs> Sam bloody Allardyce. I mean, he's a nice enough bloke, I'm sure. But you know, why does everybody think that? Just because he's done it what two or three times, just to say that every time he's appointed as a manager, he's going to bail them out each time. Well, he's he's only failed once, hasn't he, to keep a team up. Who was and that? that was the last time, last time with West Brom. Oh, wow. But then West Brom have got uh, Steve Bruce there now, haven't they? So, I mean... Yeah. And he's struggling a bit. I don't think they're doing anything like they thought they would be doing. No. But then, yeah. Steve Bruce is Steve Bruce, isn't he? Well, he is, yeah. But, I mean, he's he's done it enough times, to be fair to the guy. But, uh, and for those of you who wondered, why is, what's happened to, to Josh? Well, Josh has had to go. So, and then there was two. So you're stuck with me and Rick for the rest of the the pod, which is not much time now, I'm afraid. But uh, there we go. Um, Rick, what about Fulham? Don't switch off. Don't no, switch don't off. switch off, please. Please don't switch <laughs> off, please. Um, what about Fulham, Rick? What do you reckon of them? Because they're going well at the moment. They're virtually up, aren't they? I think they mean maybe. Yeah, but maybe... Fulham are doing Fulham things, aren't they? They're gonna. They got relegated. They're gonna storm the championship and then they'll come back and they'll be next season's Norwich. Could well be, but I mean, don't you think that that situation is something that's been developing for a long time with, you know, the team that comes up from the championship is going to struggle in, the, in you know, it happens every time almost. Brentford's well, there's about that, the that only little exception. group, isn't it? There's, there's Norwich, West Brom, Fulham, Burnley are hoping to break into it now if they do go down. Mm. 
it's, it's those that same little cluster of clubs. They need their own division because they're not, they're too good for the championship, clearly, and they're not good enough to stay in the Premier League. Yeah, but I mean, you know, Fulham Fulham are, are, are there, and and I mean, Marco Silva, I've never rated that bloke as a manager, and he just seems to have flirted here and there, and he's rolled up at, at Fulham, and it's all going right for him. But I, right I, time, right place, isn't it? He might well have found hmm. the the team that's going to work for him because he. Flattered to deceive, well, he didn't flatter to deceive, he did a decent job at Watford and then got the Everton job on the back of that. Um, mm. That didn't end very well. And I, I just think it's, it's one of those things, sometimes you need to try before you buy. And he's, he's found a club where it works for him. And yeah. you can't argue with the job he's doing there right now. No, no, and Mitrovic has been scoring goals for fun. But then again, he's played in the Premier League and not done it. So what? Surely the, the well, he didn't even get a kick last time, did he? Because when they came up, he was like the main man. They played in the Premier League and he never got a game. And now they've gone. Da- when they've gone down, he's the main man and he's scoring yeah. goals for fun again. Well, he's over over, over thirty. Yeah, I mean goals. I mean 30, not age. I think. Yeah, yeah. Which is phenomenal, really, isn't it? I mean, you're going back to back to the days of sort of Jimmy Greaves or, or, or you know, Dennis Law, people who scored those number of goals in a season. So or Ronaldo or Messi. Yeah. You know, back in the distant past. Well, a fair while ago, yeah. But, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but uh, no, I just, I just, you know, I thought I'd chuck it in because they they are going well at the moment, Fulham, and they certainly. Look, well, I think they're virtually up, aren't they? For all intents and purposes, yeah. they just need three points or something to get up. Well, if so. Forest hadn't got the result they got the other night, then they would have been up, wouldn't they? So yeah. they're that close. And what about Luton with our friend Nathan Jones in charge? Amazing, uh, isn't it? He's doing really well, and I mean, they, you know, that was a good result against Forest to beat them. Yeah, only one nil. Who cares? I mean, there's three points in the bag, isn't it? But it's the same situation as usual with the with the, with the championship. You get one of the yo-yos, Bournemouth. It'd be Bournemouth and Fulham, presumably, who will go up, yeah, guaranteed. And they're like yo-yo clubs between the, the two divisions. And it's always the team that comes up through the playoffs that's the most interesting. And other than Sheffield United have had a go, if you look at the places at the moment, Huddersfield, Luton and Nottingham Forest. I mean, or even Sheffield United. I'd be more interested in seeing how one of those teams would do in the Premier League than seeing Fulham and Bournemouth have another go at it and, and presumably fail. I mean, Luton or Forest back in the back in the Premier League, I think would be tremendous. Mm, I think so. It'd be it would be exciting. I mean, Forest have got that. You know, everybody sort of remembers Forest and Brian Clough, so they think that you know they're still going to have the magic. And this bloke, Steve Cooper, certainly seems to have got something about got him. Got him playing, hasn't he? I mean, yeah. they're running a cup so far. Well, so far it's ended. But their run in the FA Cup this season was they beat some good sides in there and mm. Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, that's right. No, he's 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 done exceptionally well with Steve Cooper. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate he looks always so miserable though, I must admit. But uh I don't know if you people in class houses, Adrian. Yeah, I, well, I don't look miserable. I just look ugly. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I just caught the first bit where you said it's unfortunate about the way you look. Yeah, no, I am. Um now then, your brother, does he still support West Ham? Very much so, and I have a funny feeling he's going to take some peeling down off the ceiling at the moment. He's uh, Yeah, he's a very happy boy at the moment. Yeah, I expect he is, but um, how long are they going to keep it up? I mean, I don't know who's left in the... In the uh... Well, they've got, I, they've got Frankfurt, who beat Barcelona in the next round. 
Mm. So on one hand, it's good they haven't got to play Barcelona, but on the other hand, it's the team that beat Barcelona. So you've got to hope that Eintracht Frankfurt have peaked. But the I, I missed the first the first game, West Ham Leon. But what's the second one? And and they absolutely West Ham absolutely bossed that. Yeah, they never looked like they weren't going to go through that. And obviously, all eggs in that basket. They could end up playing Champions League football next season as a as a consequence. So do you reckon then that David Moyes he's being successful because he's being given the time? I don't think I it's think, as simple as that. I I think the United, if you're referring to the United job, I think the club was too big for him. If you look at the clubs that he's been most successful at, they're of a similar sort of level, you'd say, in the game. Everton, West Ham, similar sort of size clubs, proper traditional football clubs. And again, like you say, he has had time at mm. both those places to make a team and to build a team. And I, and I think it's exactly what you would expect from, from, from Moises, very much. His project, his fingerprints all over it, and it looks like a David Moyes side. Mm. And yeah. I, th- I don't think he could manage a bigger club. We've seen that. But having said that, within those sorts of clubs that are around that sort of size, amazing. You can't fault the job he's done at either of them, really. No, no. I mean, he's 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 done it very well, to be fair. And and you know, they are they they just need a couple more players, I think, to to be able to break into the top four. Though I think they they they're not. Yeah, quite but there it's yet. that position, isn't it? If they, they're more likely because of the size of the club, they're more likely to lose players than they are to actually yeah. attract them. I was listening to a podcast earlier on in the season, and it said that you know where he's now came in. You look at the um, Kufal and Suchek, the two Czech lads he's got in. They are Czech, aren't they? Yeah. But from East, East, that sort of area, your big glamour clubs don't tend to go for those sorts of players. Whereas he sort of like found a couple of real, real gems there that. You know, they're, they're both playing out of the skin for West Ham at the moment. Mm. Well, they have been all season, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. Haven't they? You know. I um, mean, the thing he's going to have, have to deal with is obviously there's going to be interest in Rice and there's going to be there's interest in Bowen. They lose either of those two, then it's a they're difficult players to replace, certainly with the way West Ham play. Yeah. Do you think United will buy Rice? Because I can't see us paying the money out if they if they if they stick to this one over a hundred million. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think that, uh, and also, it's down to Ten Hag, isn't it? Mm. Hopefully, he'll get appointed this week, and then he'll make his decisions. But there's been a lot of noise, more noise about Calvin Phillips yeah. than Declan Rice yeah. just recently. And Leeds will love that if, if another Leeds player takes the uh, upgrade to join mm. a bigger club. What's happened before? Can join. Well, Joe Jordan, Gordon McQueen, Rio Ferdinand, Alan Smith. Yeah, to name before. Yeah, so another another one won't hurt, will it? No, just no, go exactly. in there and nick their best player. I think somebody ought to talk to him about his haircut, though. That's that's another point, really, of interest. Bit bit like yours, actually. Um, <laughs> um, Wayne Rooney. Now, what do we make of Wayne Rooney? I mean, you can't odds what he did for United. Record goal scorer, record yep. goal scorer for England. Um, all right, Harry Keane. Harry Keane, Harry Kane looks like he's going to uh, catch him for the England ones, I suppose. But uh, United, you know, he's been he's been good, hasn't he? And although he's question- underappreciated, really. Yeah, I think I think that's the right. Scheme of things, and, and who'd, who'd have thought he's turning into a decent coach 
rather than a manager because he's he's not had a lot of managing to do. It's more more coaching, bringing mm. those lads through at Derby. And from the sounds of the interview he gave to the fans yesterday when they got relegated, a fairly decent human being as well. Mm. Yeah, but uh, actually, I tell you what, though, Rick. I mean, do you think? I mean, the, the overall takeover has been going on for so long now, and we're all beginning to lose faith as to what's going to happen. And so is the Derby County one. Do you reckon there's any link there? Do you reckon Derby are trying <laughs> to buy Yeovil or something? Well, it's funny you should say that because there is a. I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn, but it's just something I heard that the Yeovil thing hasn't the chairman split up the football club from the ground around it? No, the, the previous owner did that. that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what's this is what the issue at Derby is. The fact that hearing today that, is it Mel Morris, the yeah, previous yeah. chairman, still owns the ground and all the stuff around it and doesn't want to sell it. And so it denies Derby the opportunity to make the revenue that they could make and sort themselves out. So it's all about real estate, really. Mm. It's not about football clubs. It's about the ground around them. But, I mean, you know, would it's all about Wayne Rooney saying, oh, yeah, you know, he's, he's going to stay. He wants to stay and look after the club and get it back to its its uh, previous uh, heights. But then, again, if somebody comes in from Burnley, is he going to take that job? That would be interesting. I think, I mean, the obvious one is he'd go Everton if... Uh, if it all goes wrong for Frank. Mm. So that would be a, a no-brainer. But no, Burnley would be quite interesting because, like you say, it, it, the opportunity is there, isn't it? Mm, it is, yeah. But are you saying then, you think that if, if Everton don't pull out of it, that, that they'll suck him, Frank Lampard? Oh, not, the, not this season. I, I, don't think they, I don't think they would. But long term, at, at some point in his managerial career, Wayne Rudy will manage Everton. Mm. Yeah, well, the link's there already, isn't it? That's the yeah. thing. The links there, and, uh... and he's actually turning out to be a half decent manager. Because if it wasn't for the points taken away, they'd be they would actually be in a decent position, wouldn't they? They would, yeah. I mean, twenty. I think they'd be well, at least ten. Up around Cardiff, Bristol City. That's yeah, the... that's that's right. So you know, yeah, yeah. talking of Bristol City, you just mentioned them. Um, Nigel Pearson is not exactly pulling up any trees there, is he? No. I mean, I thought he would have done better than that, but uh, you begin to sort of see now why he got the sack from other clubs so frequently. Yeah, he's, be he's very, very much old school, isn't he? I mean, there's not a lot of modern... Mind you, I, again, you don't know until you're in there, but you would have thought that he'd have made a success of that. Wow, you would have thought Looked so. Looked like an ideal sort of club for him to go to. My son's just sent me a text message. United are six to one to win tonight. Six to one. How times have changed. Oh yeah. So yeah. Lineups confirmed. Changes. Uh... Oh for God. <laughs> you Back see to his... the podcast. We'll talk about talk about this in a minute. You've got a few minutes of podcast to get through, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well I mean I'm just talking football here. Do you see who's playing tonight? No. <laughs> Have a guess. Oh, is it gonna be Dreadful. Uh, could it be Philip, oh, what, what, Philip Jones? Nice. Philip Jones? So, yeah, there's a oh, surprise. The legend. the legend that is Phil Jones. Magnificent. Yeah. I'd sooner see him than Juan Bissaka for having said that, though. I think he's better. Having said that, you've got both of them. So there you go. Yeah, that should be it, isn't it? 
Well, look, we've got five minutes left to go on this uh, this show this week, sir. So, um, what do you reckon then? What do you say when you what? run out of chatter on a podcast? <laughs> eh? I mean, that doesn't I, doesn't normally happen, does it? Really, not with us. But I haven't. I haven't. I haven't. I could start. I did on on Saturday. I felt sorry for uh, for Matt. It was lovely for him to come and join George and myself doing the doing the commentary on the game, but the game was rubbish and he was stuck in there listening yeah. to us do all afternoon. So uh, yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? When you when you've not you know or you've not done it recently or you don't do it as a as a regular sort of hobby so to speak and there was so little to talk about really was it that, that but we, we were saying that it was it was it's a good job that he was there really because there wasn't an awful lot i mean i'll just i'll came looking looking for a point i think it's fair um, to say that older were basically shot weren't they <laughs> well yeah. <laughs> yeah but you can see why they are where they are in in the league but it, it it's just the lack of lack of goals for Yeovil at the moment, which is a bit, yeah. which is a bit concerning. It looked like they turned a turned a corner with that Reuben Reed banging a few in. Well, they did, but I mean, it's that's all gone a little bit sort of pear shaped at the moment, hasn't it? I mean, he's, he's still he started playing. off brightly and then on Saturday and then, and then faded a bit. Mm. But I suppose it, it, it's difficult, you know, when you you're getting chances and they're not going in, or you're not getting the ball enough to be able to create the chances. It's difficult to keep your keep your sort of spirit going isn't it yeah you know i mean it's and that, but that is what we were what we were saying actually on, on comms if you remember it was just it's being patient it's not rushing and charging into things and getting desperate and all, all gung-ho too early you, you've still got to yeah. trust in your skills to get you into the right position and you and you still score goals but sadly I mean, it's a little, it's a little bit like you, you, you know, you've done sort of six overs of chicken masala, chicken masala pies going down the road, and you haven't got any catches yet. I don't know how you keep going, but you seem to. Was that um, an attempt at a, a humorous remark about my bowling? Yes, it was. Oh, I see. I see. Don't yeah. listen to him. The cricket season is about to start, folks, and you know where to come if you want to give Ricky Hyatt some stick. <laughs> North Parrot is the name of the club, and he'll be doing well, I'm sure, as we can see. Ah, we'll be all right. Yeah, we'll, we'll be, be all right. right. Well, look, we've more or less run out of time. Thank God, he says, because we've got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> oh no, there's just one little thing. I don't know if you if you noticed uh, if you saw the official Yeovil Town Twitter feed for the game on Monday against Weymouth. No, that a little picture of the crowd, and in it was. North Parrot's very own Ultra, my boy Monty. Oh, no. How did somebody <laughs> make the mistake famous. of taking a picture of Mont then? <laughs> dear, <laughs> yes, oh, he dear. Was there. He was there in the crowd. And now he's been Don't mentioned he's on the Yeovil Town podcast as well. I mean, goodness me, what's he going to say about that? I don't know. Well, look, thank you very much, Rick, for tonight. Um, and Not and problem, to, to the late departed Josh, who's just disappeared to go into town. I don't know where he's off to, but he's on a night he out. He said he's, he's off physio on his on his groin oh is that what it was oh well that's yeah, fair yeah. Comment, then. that's fair so it's official business yeah. so we'll let him off we'll let him off but in the meantime thank you for listening don't forget to listen to commentary on saturday of yeovil town against stockport county i think is, yep. is it the return of paddy madden it could be he scored uh, in his last game i think so uh same time same station um George, Marshall, James and Paul Thorpe will be on duty as far as I know. So we hope you'll be joining us then. But in the meantime, thank you for listening tonight. 
Join us again next week, same time, same station. And don't forget, football, bloody hell. been listening to football bloody hell